Dear Father, Dear Jesus, Dear Holy Spirit, thank you for being in our midst. Thank you for inhabiting our praise and our worship. Daddy, we are here to thank you. We are here to dance before you. We are here to worship you. Those of us in the sanctuary and those that are in their different homes, please, Lord, bless us as we worship you today. Heal us as we worship you today. Please settle us even as we worship you today. Take full control. In Jesus' name we pray. Say a better amen. Why not just wave to your friend beside you and say happy first Sunday of February 2022. Amen. I welcome you all and uh, our online community for being around to worship God this first Sunday. I pray that the blessings of the Lord will radiate upon your lives in Jesus' name. Say better, amen. I'll be taking my key scripture reading from Leviticus 22 and verse 29. Leviticus 22, 29. And when ye will offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving unto the Lord, offer it at your own will. The title of this morning's message is Volitional Act. Volitional Act. Volition is the faculty of consciousness that enables a person to make deliberate decisions. It is also referred to as the willpower, the power of choosing, the power of determining. In other words, it is the choice of either to do what you want to do or what God wants you to do. Brethren, as we journey through this life, you will always have reasons to make choices. Choices whether to do your will or choices to do the will of God. You will be faced with the choice to have your way or to have it God's way. Either way, brethren, there are consequences attached to whatsoever you allow yourself to do. 
And let me tell you, brethren, don't ever blame the devil when you make wrong choices because the devil doesn't have that kind of power to force you to do what you don't want to do. The Bible says when men are carried away by their lust and when lust is conceived, it delivers sin. So whether in the physical realm or in the spiritual realm, there are consequences attached to choices, particularly the choice you make. We are talking about volitional act. Leviticus says, Leviticus 22 and 29 says, when you want to give thanks unto the Lord, especially when it is a sacrificial thanksgiving, it says there, don't allow the pastor to be the one who will cajole you to thank God. There was once the names of those who were celebrating their birthdays in a particular month was being scrolled down. It got to the name of a brother and he said, eh, today is my birthday. The Bible said, teach us to number our days. If somebody has to remind you that today is your birthday, then there is problem somewhere. Look at your neighbor and say, when is your birthday? Listen to me, church of God. God expects you to serve him, to praise him, to give thanks to him willingly. God loves a cheerful thanksgiver, not a reluctant thanksgiver. God dislikes mouth service. He said, these people, they draw near to me with their mouth, but their heart is far away. Where is your heart? He wants everything you do for him with him to be from the depth of your heart. Therefore, as a human being, you can choose to exercise your willpower by serving God, by worshiping God, or you may decide to use your willpower to worship the devil. People don't fall down and die when they declare themselves to be Satanist. People don't, thunder don't strike anybody dead because you are heading towards an idol throne or idol house. No, it doesn't happen. Just because you are going to the house of a prostitute, thunder will not strike you dead. Just because you left your wife at home, it is a volitional act of yours. It is voluntarily that you are going to a brothel or you're going, leaving your wife at home and going after another woman or as the case may be, leaving your husband at home and going after another woman, another man. Some of us, we are... 
I swallowed it. Oh, my husband is following after other women. So I must follow after other men. Why? Two wrongs cannot make anything right. So it is a volitional act of yours and God is not going to kill you. But Acts 17 verse 30 and 31. Acts 17, 30 and 31. It says, and the times and the times of this ignorance God winked at but now command, commandeth all men everywhere to repent. 31, because. Somebody say because. Because he has appointed a day in the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he has ordained, whereof he has given assurance unto all men, in that he has raised him from the dead. What is the Bible saying? Go on, leave your wife at home and commit adultery. He said, go ahead, leave your husband at home, commit adultery. He's saying you are not married. Go ahead, be committing fornication. It is your voluntary will. You volunteered to do it at your own volition. He says, but he has made it clear. A day is coming that is going to judge the world in righteousness. Uh-huh. Volitional act. You know the story of 10 lepers that were healed. And in verse Luke 17 and verse 17, it is actually from 14, 15, and 17, but you know the story. But 15 says, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Verse 17. And Jesus answering said, were there not cleansed where but where are the nine talking about volitional act ten lepers were healed but one turned back at his own volition the other nine were heading you are just going only God knows where they were going whether they actually headed towards the high priest but one at his own volition turned back and went back and by so doing he got an extra wholesomeness added to his healing that is what you get when you thank God by yourself and by your own will shout hallelujah somebody Jesus Christ asked where are the other nine the other nine didn't deem it fit to thank God and thunder did not strike them down. They just did not feel it dim. That is not a big deal. It's not a big deal. They did not think it is okay to go back and say, thank you, sir. The other one that came back got his body whole. Everything leprosy destroyed came back to life. But the other nine, though they were cured, but still had their battered body. Leprous, battered body remained with them. Judges 8 and verse 
34, Judges 8, 34. And the children of Israel remembered not the Lord their God, who had delivered them out of the hands of all their enemies on every side. Today is the first Sunday of February 2022. Will you make thanking God, thanking Jesus, thanking the Holy Spirit, evolutionary act? We're talking about evolutionary act. Will you make thanking God evolutionary act? Will every day be a day of thanking God? Considering what the Lord has done for you and your household? Or will you just say, like those lepers, it's not a big deal that I'm alive today when thousands are dead, are still dying. It's not a big deal. Will you thank God for your salvation, the salvation of your soul? Or will you say like those nine lepers, it's not a big deal that I'm born again. It's not a big deal that witches and wizards cannot touch me. It's not a big deal. Will you thank God that both enemies within and enemies without, God has delivered you? Or will you be saying it's not a big deal? <laughs> that God did not allow you to embark on a journey of no return. You have been traveling around Dallas. In fact, some of us had actually crossed the Mediterranean Sea to Africa, to Europe. And here you are, you're back. A family just called me just yesterday and said they are back. You know, when there's a country, when you travel, you tell everyone, I am back. <laughs> I made it back. And I thank God you made it back home. But do you thank God? It's not a big deal. The sicknesses that have been killing people afflicted you. You went through that surgery. You went through that aches. You went through that pain. But you came back and you're in church. And it's not a big deal. The one who is keeping me does not sleep, does not slumber. I can sleep and slumber. Do you know, bro, there is a sleep called the sleep of death. You don't have to be sick to sleep that kind of sleep. You will just sleep and wake up on the other side. But God, every day of your life, some of us, we are under 20. Some of us above 20. Some of us are 40. Some of us are 50, 60. Some of us are 70. Some of us are 80. Can you imagine how God has been waking you up every day? You did not sleep the sleep of death. Oh, told you. Ah, sorry. You did not through, the, through sleeping cross over to the land of the dead. I nearly speak it. Oh, about to speak in tongues. Shout hallelujah. God deserves your cheerful, voluntary, volitional praise and worship. That's why Psalm 68 and verse 19. Psalm 68 verse 19. Blessed be the Lord who daily loaded us with benefits. Even the God of our salvation. People of God, let us count our blessings, our blessings, let us count our blessings and keep on counting our blessings and not our challenges. Count your breakthroughs and not your breakdowns. He has loaded us with heavenly goodies and earthly goodies. 
Just turn your head around and just look around. See beautiful faces sitting beside you. You are not, they did not push you into a crate. They did not push you into a cooler. I remember when mama died. And they took her from the hospital to the morgue. And I was to see her. By the time I, they opened the door, everybody there, they were quiet. And before they actually cleaned them up, they are just there with their birthday garment. And every day that happens to people. And you are not better than them. It's because of his mercy that we are not consumed. He says when you come to church to offer, a, not offer thanksgiving, a sacrifice of thanksgiving, do it at your own will. Because there are some situations that does not inspire you to thank God. That's why you have to count your blessings and not your curses and not your breakdowns. This is the way I think. Permit me to think this way. I remember the day I was born. And my young mother, she was 15 when she gave birth to me. Thank God my father was not living in America. She was 15 when she gave birth to me. And the time she was laboring, in those days, midwives, they come to the house. Pa, she labor, labor came, blah, blah, blah. she gave birth to a born boy. And she told us she fainted, and I was just crying there on the ground. On the ground. Later, the midwife came. So I remember all those in that. What kept me alive at that time? Because he saw now, then. Don't judge your now with what God has in plan for you. Don't let your background put your back to the ground. God has plans for you. Don't look at what is going on now. God has a bigger picture of where he's taking you. And he's taking you to the Beulah land. A land flowing with milk and honey. Today you may be struggling to pay your bills. Today you may be struggling to get ends meet. But that is not your bus stop. <laughs> it's not your bus stop. You are going places. Now this is the way I think. There was a time in my life that I was sleeping on a tattered mat. And that tattered mat, I have a special bedroom, special. It is a kind of kitchen, face me, I face you kind of kitchen. When everybody uses until they finish, the last person goes to their room. That's when I say, okay, it's time now to sleep. I get the back of the door, bring that tattered mat, I spread it on the ground. But you know the beauty of it all? By the time I hit the ground, I'm gone. He give it, his beloved, sleep. There are some people, they have to take taboo, 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 tablet and capsule before they sleep. But you, before you say, you are even praying, you are gone. You'll be kicking the pillow away, kicking the wall. That is the way I think. And today, I'm sleeping 
on a king size California size mattress. I am bragging and boasting in the Lord. Let me tell you, sir, suffering is not good. There was a time I could not sleep on a bed. Because I tried it. The one that was doing what he was doing there, him and his wife went to our village. So I was left alone. I was left alone in the room. So I look at the bed. I say, bed. <laughs> Here I come. You know, that kind of bed, you don't just do like this. No. How do you do? <laughs> hey, this is bad that they've not even allowed me to touch. So I was there. Turning. Turning. It was too soft for my liking. As I, get up, I went back to the floor. Look at your brother. Look at you and say, suffer head, no good. So what is the way I think? I don't think about what I did not get or what I have not gotten. I think about what I have gotten. Melonikiro, Loreti Baba Shefumi. Melonikiro, Oreno, Oh God. Meloni Kingo Agama Poya Jesus Agama Poya Emmanuel Agama poya onye zoputa elua nile. That is the way I think. Amameme gebido ebido. Amameme gebido ebido. Amameme gebido ebido. We chawa chineke ma. Agama bidonisi Agama bidone titi Odumunke juda onye bere Amama embege de bido Godia Godia ga Jesu Monkawo godia mo Karaba godia Jesu That is the way I think I don't think about what I have not gotten I think about what he has done Listen along the line I have met with disappointments along the line I have even cried Wept, but every time I remember, when I remember what the Lord has done, I will never go back 
to the world when I remember what Baba Jesus has done for me I will never go back anymore that is the way I think and I do it by my own volition. You need to see me in my prayer room. At times I'll just sit down, I'll be crying, I'll be sobbing. I was eating leftover at the time in my life. The soup I would take, the man have taken the best and just pour water. In this, in Lagos, they will be asking me, how much is your father? My father was still alive. How much is your father giving us? At a point, they said I was stealing chicken. There's nothing they did not say to me. I was used and abused. But, oh Lord John Kajo, all that was going on with me, God is just, the time is coming. When the dead in the grave will hear the sound of the Son of God. God has a plan for you. He says, my thoughts towards you, they are not of evil. They are of goodness and mercy. He's planning for you. He's, he's, a, master, he's a master planner. When you give the sacrifice of thanksgiving, do it at your own volition. Age 15, I started living by my own self because my father abandoned six of us. We saw Pepe. But I never gave up. I knew it was a matter of time. I was so confused. I was suffering. I was so, I was suffering. Somebody came and said he was going to take me somewhere where my life would be bettered. I said, ah, let's go. Took me to somewhere. Can't look at the place again. He stood outside with me and he was throwing little pebble to the window upstairs. Damn, damn. And somebody opened the window and beckoned us. So he took me into this house. There was a white man there in that house. It wasn't a dream, life story. And I saw little boys of my age group just lit all over the place there. I don't know what they were doing there, what they, that was supposed to be. So he asked me to sit down. I sat down. All of a sudden, he says, like he doesn't like me. And that's why this man took me back. When I think about those things, that's what makes me shout, dance. So I, I am not dancing before you, honestly. And it's not a show. There is something I'm remembering that I could have been dead by now. You remember when they took me to use me for ritual? But the devil said, no, I don't eat this kind of thing. That's why I'm alive today. 
I remember the, the, the gray short knicker and L and K, green L and K shirt. My regret is that I could have kept those two outfits. When I was leaving our village, my mother was crying, I was crying. I was leaving our village to Lagos. And I was, I mean, it was an enjoyable moment because I was just getting air conditioning from my back. You know, just blowing my butt. Because it's the only nick, I'm not kidding, it's the only nick I had. So I have sat on the stone, sat everything, and the thing had torn. And that was what I wore to Lagos. Because I don't have clothes to change, my inner wear was littered with chinchin. You don't, thank God you don't know what that means. You know what chinchin is? I mean, of course, don't know chinchin. Lies. L I C E S. Lies. That was the outfit I wore into Lagos. But all through all these challenges, God was counting the time that the time is coming. That when I wear black shoe, it will be black shoe. He knew a time is coming. When I wear suit, it will be designer suit. He knew a time is coming when my tie will match my, my top. He knows a time is coming when my shirt will match my shoes. He knows a time is coming when my shoes and my belt will match. He knows a time is coming when my conflicts and, and my, my research may match. But at that time, it never looks like anything like that was going to happen. He said, don't despite small beginning. If you don't fail, goodness and mercy are your portion. Who told you that you will not be celebrated? That's why I said, right now, your thanksgiving may be an act of sacrifice. It may be a volitional act or a volitionary act. Just keep on keeping on. He knows your story. He knows that loneliness that you need a husband. He has not forgotten. He knows, he knows that the best part of you had crossed over to eternity. He knows the pain. Jesus Christ knows the pain to lose a loved one. He came and cried at the tomb of Lazarus. So he knows how it feels when your better part had crossed over to eternity. Because your better part had finished her race or his race. But he's, you know what? He still has a plan for you. He says the plans I have for you, they're not of evil. But of goodness and mercy. When upon life billows, you are tempted tossed. When you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord. Has done. Wave your hands. Ah. Come. 
faces Name them one by one And it will surprise you what the Lord has done Are you ever boarding with a load of care? Does the cross seem heavy? You are called to bear Count your many blessings Every doubt will fly And you'll keep thinking As the day goes by yeah, Count your blessings Name them one Count your blessings, name them one by one And it will surprise you when the Lord has done When you look at others with their land and gold Think that Christ has promised you his wealth untold Count your many blessings money cannot buy Well, can it great heaven nor your home on high seeker Count your blessings, count your blessings. Yes, Lord. If you can stand, I will appreciate it. Volutional act. Volutional act. In Revelation 3 verse 20, Revelation 3 20, it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. The will of Jesus is to come into your life. But he will not force himself into your life. The will of Jesus is that he wants to remain in your life. But he will not force himself to remain in your life. When you sin, you are chasing him out of your life. When you continue in sin, you are edging him out of your life. He said, listen, I don't have that ability. I don't have that kind of power. My character is not to bulldoze into people's life. I will knock, and that knock is like a small, still voice because I don't want to disturb anybody. 
But anyone that hears that knock, I'm at the door. He's at the door of that problem. It's at the door of that marital issue. It's at the door of that need. It's at the door of that challenge. It's at the door of that pain that you are going through. It's at the door. It's at the door. He's just knocking. He's saying, just open. When I come in, everything will be all right. When I come in, everything will be okay. But the first step, you have to open. Let me take care of that problem. Don't take care of that problem by yourself because you cannot do it. Don't go about seeking for whom you are going to marry. Tell him to lead you to the person you are going to marry. He still leads people, but he leaves the choice for you to make. You have to do it your own voluntary way. But he says, I am still at the door. If you open, I will come in and everything will be all right. Are you in the house? You have never opened your door to this Lord. He's saying, just open, just open, just open and say, Jesus, come in and everything is going to be all right. He will begin, when he comes inside of you, he begins to arrange all the things that the enemy have disarranged. He begins to arrange everything that have been falling apart. When Jesus comes into your home, he will begin to fix the heart of your husband. Uh, when Jesus comes into the home, he begins to fix the heart of your wife and your children. Ha! When he comes in, He's not, he said, let everything be done decently and in order. When he, he has to come in first and look at you, ah, these children, no, no, they, they begin to turn their heart the way it should be. Mm, this marriage is, this upside down marriage, he begin to turn it upside right or upside up, if there's any word like that. When he look at you, say, ah, this guy is not where he's supposed to be. He begin to move you to where he's supposed to be. That is what he wants to do. But he say, you know what, you have to do it voluntarily. I am at the door and I'm knocking. When you open, I will come in. Is there anyone in the house? You are not born again. Just say, Lord Jesus, into my heart. Sing that song. Into my heart. Come into my heart. Lord Jesus, come in. Come in, come in. Say, come into my home, into my home, into my home. Please come into my home, Lord Jesus. Come into the oh yes, come in to stay. Come into my home, Lord Jesus. All heads bow. Is there anyone in the house? You just sang that song and you're actually saying, Lord Jesus, save my soul. All heads bow. I won't call you forward. Just lift up your hand and I will pray with you wherever you are. Those of us at home, God sees you. You're saying, I want to be born again. I've never opened, I've never done that. Let me see your hand. Let me see your hand. Let me see your hand. All heads bow. Let me see your hand as I pray with you. As I pray with you. Let me see your hand. Let me just shoot it up and bring it down. Those of us at home, do the same. And for those who have done that, say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart now. I want to be born again. 
And those of us that are born again, say, Lord Jesus, I want you to remain in my life. Help me not to do anything that will chase you out of my life. Thank you, dear Lord. Thank you, dear Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father God, please accept those who had invited you into their hearts. And those of us who have you already, please help us not to do anything that will chase you out of our lives. For those of us in the sanctuary and those in their different homes, Father, please continue to dwell with us so that you can sup with us and we will sup with you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. If you have been blessed, put those hands together for the Lord.